0: good morning everybody well today is february 1st and this is brady kramer and i am coming back to you on my podcast here it has been a while since i have reached out um january 3rd was my last podcast and uh i sure have missed talking to everybody and you know when thinking about it um you know, I've been chomping at the bit to get another podcast out there, and I have to come back and focus on why I started doing the, the podcast in the first place. And, you know, there's there's so much that goes into it, and being rigorously honest, as they say in AA, um, I, definitely, uh, I definitely like the adulation that I feel I get from your comments, from the um, looking back and seeing who's posted what or how many views I've gotten. And, um, the anxiety starts to build because I haven't gotten it out there and I feel like I'm letting people down. And also I feel like, uh, I'm not not letting, and I don't think it's just about me letting people down. I think it's like, you know, that addiction, that craving of wanting to hear and wanting to get something out there that you're gonna like, and wanting to um, hear you guys say, "Oh, Brady, that's great, that's great," or or what have you. And it's funny because it's really um, given me introspective, um, especially as a as a former athlete. I think it's tough. It's tough for anybody out there. Let's get that straight right away. But I think it's especially tough when you think of these um, in my particular case because, again, I can only tell you what's going on from my point of view. But I know as an ex-athlete, and you hear this from a lot of athletes as well, um, we get so addicted to the praise. We get so addicted to the fans' roar. We get so addicted to the... um, Boost in testosterone or whatever it may be, um, you know, of playing and performing in sports. That when you retire or you quit, as in my case, and or retire as whatever you want to call it, then you're searching for something to fill that void, to fill that excitement, to fill the adrenaline rush. And I think that's why a lot of us. Um, and again, I don't want to say a lot of us, but I think that's why you hear of, um, in particular athletes battling with addiction, um, because, you know, they're still searching for that rush. They're still searching for that, um, that high and, um, drugs and alcohol sometimes are the ones that go there. And as I know, um, you know, drugs and alcohol, were amazing, not drugs really in my particular case, but alcohol, until they weren't, until they stopped working. And um, now I have to fill that void with something else, and I really have to keep myself in check because I have to remember um, what got me here in terms of a negative, but what's gotten me here in terms of positive, and what's gotten me here in terms of negative is again, Worrying so much about pleasing other people, and my um, my whole outlook on life being dependent on what you think of me, and um, and that's something I have to be really careful about. But then I also, in the same breath, have to remember that all of these experiences have led me to a situation where um, I'm growing. And I'm so grateful for that because, um, I really, uh, I enjoy this process. I enjoy this growth and it's interesting because, you know, I have just been on a whirlwind trip and, um, my job, as some of you may know, or some of you may not know, I'm in the event industry right now and I operate corporate events and, um, when it rains it pours Um, i was able to have 40 days off which were great after thanksgiving to the new year and i was able to get out and get a lot of work done in terms of my podcast and spend a lot of time with my wife but now it's the event season and i'm pretty much going strong from january um 13th or, or whatever it was there when i left town till um let's see february march yeah till mid-march um i have eight back not back-to-back but pretty close to -to back-to-back events and these events are anywhere from seven to eight days long and um my travels so far have gone from i left for san fran um, went right from San Francisco to Indianapolis, from Indianapolis to Denver, home for two days, back to San Francisco, from San Francisco, then I go to Vegas. Um, after Vegas, I'm home for three days, then I go to Austin, home for three days, and then I go back to Vegas, to Seattle, Washington, and then I get to take a breath. And then I have a couple of weeks off and that's the way it goes in the event industry. You, um, you've got to hustle and you've got to get the work out there. But again, as Avita says, don't cry for me, Argentina. I, um, I am grateful to have the work and I am grateful to be able to get out there and do something. And, and I have enjoyed it. And it dawned on me the other day because you know, I was on this program and, um, and, you know, I really, um, I, I feel like I did a great job and I, um, actually was a re- rewarded by some people who said I did do a ju- good job. So bonus, bonus for me, as you know me. Um, but, you know, it dawned on me because for two or three straight days, I woke up real early as I am, accustomed to doing, but went down and, and really got a lot of, um, of the work done that I needed to. And in a sense, you know, I could have gone two ways and there was a part of me that was reaching out saying, you know, you're doing other people's work here, you're doing other people's work here. And then there was a sense of really peace and calm that came over me. And, and I was so, um, you know, so appreciative of this. It it was like, you know what, but I am getting a lot from doing this. So yeah, I could take the negative path and say, you know what, I'm doing other people's work. This is BS. Or um, what came upon me is, you know what, like you're you're able to do this work and you're able to do a good job and you're able to um, really, you know, get a lot of self-worth. That's what I'm looking for from doing what you're doing and so bask in it and be appreciative of it, and don't you know, and, and try not to take that other path where you want to play the "woe is me" card. Because whoa, is that a, is that brutal? I, I think for me personally, there's no worse trigger than to hear someone who feels sorry for themselves. And and that's not to say, you know, believe me, I can feel sorry for you plenty. But I think when people take that woe is me, martyr tone, for me, it's just a trigger, and it's just, it's very off-putting, and I hope that I never go down that road, because I really, um, you know, I really am um, really lucky to be in the situation that I'm in in life, and, um, and you know, back to what I was saying, it just, it dawned on me that, you know, and, and I hope this comes off the right way, but you know what, I've got it made in life. I really do. I, I have it made because I enjoy working hard and I enjoy the satisfaction of working hard. And I've known people in life who always want to take the shortcut and they always want to, you know, get by by just doing a little. And like anything, this cuts both ways. You know, for me, I, I really do like working hard and I like, getting the job done most of the time, you know, certainly like my breaks here and there, but I'm conscientious and I'm concerned with getting a job, the job done. And if if you're listening to this podcast and you've taken an interest in it, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. And that's lucky because there's a lot of people that do not feel that way and they have to be constantly, you know, I just don't think they're going to succeed in life. Whereas, you know, there's so much pressure I put on myself to succeed and, and, you know, just for the moment the other day, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to be a success in whatever I do because my attitude has always been that I want to do it right and I want to do it well and, you know, on that topic though, having gotten sick – you know, and when I call sick, my mother and I both talk about about going through this really bad anxiety, this really bad depression. And we call it our, we got sick. And when I went through this last really bad episode, um, in, um, gosh, in 2011, where I had the suicide attempt, I had, you know, the, the ground broke underneath me. I think, you know, again, it, it, I see where, for me, God was interacting and really has pushed me into a new level. But at the same point, in the back of my mind, I've always and I and I'm losing this. But I still do feel that that you know fear of, gosh, is is this going to happen again? And am I going to be unable to work? And am I going to be unable to perform at the level that? you know, I would like to or I think that I would like to. And I'm starting to lose that. And I'm starting to, you know, realize that there's anything. I I can do anything out there as as can you. And not only can I do anything, but I, I know that my mindset is that if I'm gonna do anything, I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. And that's all that I can ask for. And with that, when you do the best that you can and you do it to the best of your ability, people notice and there's nothing to be afraid of because you know you're doing as well as you can do and um and and it was just a really great peaceful peaceful moment and those are the moments that I just cherish because um they can be few and far between you know and at the same point you know whether you want to call it my bipolar coming out which is something that I don't really you know I have not really come and grasped on um but if that's what you choose to call it you know i think probably you know five hours earlier or 24 hours earlier i was also feeling pissed off at the world so it's the ebb and flow of the world and i think again it's a natural thing but at the same point um when when you know you've been hurt and you've been crushed and you've you've felt down and you've suffered when you do get moments of real clarity and peace, they make them just all that more special. I think, you know, to use an old um, adage, you know, if you've seen days and days of rain, when the sun comes out eventually, you really, really appreciate it. And, and that's why, for me, the suffering's been worth it because it really does make these days really, really... Um, you know, fantastic. And, um, and, and it's also helped me grow. So, uh, you know, moving on. Um, I, I have to be honest with you all as I'd like to do. Um, I've really started to dig into, um, you know, my faith. And again, as I have not, um, been shy about here, I, I am shy, which is a little bit tricky for me but i 'm going to say it as best as I can here, because again there is a there 's a certain part of me here that for me and for you wants to reach the masses and whether it 's true or not true, um, I, I know you don 't talk politics you don 't talk religion um, at a dinner table um, so i 've been very careful not to go down the religious uh, you know front with you, but at the same point. I need to express and share with anyone that's listening out there that this podcast and, and, you know, my personal journey has been about a desire to find a stronger faith in God. And it wasn't always that way. Um, all I know is in February of 2011, um, you know, and, and that's, you know, 2012, I guess it was really, um, you know, I um, went to my first AA meeting and all of a sudden I felt better um, I and, and I had hope. And for me personally, the only thing I can attribute that hope was to a idea that there was a God and I was in the process of finding it. And that, that's what I clung to. I, I had no idea AA even spoke about God, which is, you know, in hindsight, absolutely hilarious. But at, at the same point, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And again, helping me to break down my stereotypes, helping me to break, you know, become more open-minded. I thought AA was just a program for drunks, a program where people, um you know, had to try to stop drinking. And and again, as I've said before, you know, I felt like, hey, I, I've stopped drinking. I hadn't drank in six months. I feel terrible. Um, why would AA ever help me? And the only reason I could attribute it to now looking back is that, you know, the idea of God was brought into my life. And, um, and that was the only thing, you know, that seemed to make sense to me now, um, and to work. And I feel, and I've always felt, and I've always been told that the stronger connection I have to God, the less pressure I will put on myself and the less, um, the less, you know, I will feel like it's all about me and it's all about, um, you know, and and I've got to do everything on my own. And, you know, I, um, again, you know, went to the most expensive, um, mental facilities in the, in the country, um, you know, with the finest and brightest people in the world from, you know, BU Medical Clinic, where they do the best work on, you know, post concussion syndrome to, um, uh, McLean Hospital, which is renowned for its work in, in the field of medication and psychiatric, um, care. And nothing got me better. Um, what got me better was a dollar, um, an hour session at AA and the only reason I can contribute is because I found a connection with people like yourself that um where we could share our experience strength and hope and for me um the connection there is not you know not lost on me personally that that's a god thing well with that you know i wanted to take it further and and i've always been brought up you know i was brought up to um you know to i don't know what the right words because i wasn't brought up a christian so to speak because i didn't go to church but i was brought up with the idea of christianity and i wanted to explore it and so i've been reading the bible And I've been reading the um, what's it called? It's right in front of me here. It is called the Life Application Study Bible. And not only is it an interesting story, but it's um, you know it's given me some um, you know some clarity on what we were what people are talking about. Now, interestingly enough, a guy who I was talking to and sharing this with the other day, he goes, "Is that working for you?" And you know, I don't know. I haven't had this huge sense of relief, in in that, you know, um, all everything has been perfect. No, but what it has done, and this is what we, what I've talked about before, it has given me hope. You know, giving me hope that at least, you know, my problems will um, continue to dissipate, in the sense that. Yeah, I'm going to have them, but they're not going to last forever. Because for me, you know, the more and the stronger I learn about things, the better I feel and the less scared I feel about them. And again, that's my personal journey. I I wanted to explore this relationship with Christianity, with Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going through the process. Will it change? You're going to find out. Because I'm going to tell you about it in one of these podcasts. But right now, um, I'm learning a lot. I've read John. I've read Matthew. I'm learning about Gospels. I'm learning about um, Psalms and um, and all these things. And, and I made hide or tail of it, you know, or whatever that expression is. Not really. But it's given me some knowledge about what is out there. And it's, um, and it's really... Um, you know it's fantastic and whether you think Jesus Christ was you know um was the son of god and was the holy trinity and and all that it, it, hey that's your call and whether i believe it or not i'm getting there but one thing you know that seems pretty certain is it was a heck of a guy and he was able to um or heck of a god <laughs> he was able to um you know die for what um you know for what he believed in and um and and seemed to be a really really solid solid dude and you know what i'm getting there and and i think the other thing that was helpful for me was um the case for christ i um i listened to that audiobook and and just you know again it it um it went through a whole series of um you know, how Jesus Christ fulfilled all these prophecies. And you know what? I still have questions. I still have doubt. I still have fear. But you know what? At least I'm not going into it with um, a closed mind of saying, you know what? It's bullshit. I'm not going to believe it. You know what? I just want to be open. And, you know, where I've always, um, I guess, been turned off by any kind of Christianity is that it's either Jesus Christ or it's not. And you know what, like I, I right now I just don't choose to believe that. You know, maybe my mind will change and I hope it doesn't, but like I think there's gotta be good people that are agnostic out there. There's gotta be I, I know there are. I know there's um great Jews, I know there's great Muslims, I know there's great Buddhists, and I can't believe that if Jesus Christ is who he who we think he is, that he wouldn't accept them as well just because they haven't stated that they were Christians. Because I believe they are all going to heaven. And that's at the end of the day what I've wanted. Because I think as, as I've mentioned in my first or one of my first podcasts is, you know, this all started in fifth grade. Um, you know, this depression and this anxiety um, when I, I really developed this huge fear of death and what would happen. And, um, Christianity talks about what will happen when you die and, and where you will go and, you know, uh, an eternity of living, you know, um, you know, in utopia with joy and no problems. And, and I like that idea. So, um, you know, that's where I'm going to go with that. So, um. Hopefully you're still listening. Hopefully um, I haven't turned you off. I've tried to, you know, tiptoe around it as much as possible with um, without offending you or losing you. But at the same point, telling you that this is where I'm going, and um, and this is where I choose to um, to make a priority right now, and um, and that's helping me recover personally. And hopefully um, you'll find something to um, to make you. Um, recover and, and make you feel better about yourself as well, and, and whatever that may be, um, you know, the only thing I'm really certain certain of is, um, you know, I don't think we can, in a sense, make ourselves feel better. You know, we can change our attitudes and we can change our beliefs through practice and through growth, through meditation, through prayer, through constant, you know, vigilance of, of what's going on in our lives, through journaling um, but you know the keys to that again are sharing it with other people and also I think being able to rely of in the very minimal exp- you know expression of a power greater than yourself but in the ma- you know to extend that to a higher degree in God. And that's the way I um, – That's those are my two strong beliefs, beliefs that you got to share your life with other people and that you have to have something out there to believe in. And, and that could be, again, the belief that there is no God, but as long as it's just not you. <laughs> so there's that um, – You know, there's that. There were a couple other, you know, topics I wanted to touch on. I'm I'm ecstatic that I've been able to talk to you for 23 minutes right now and fill up a podcast, even if I shut it down right now, because I want it so badly to get this out there. Um, I guess just to continue what I'm doing, um, you know, for so many reasons. But I guess, you know, of course, the one because of the the gratification I get um, from hearing from you all and from knowing that you're out there and knowing that I'm helping, but also, you know, my ego plays into it. I love the accolades. Again, I've beat that down. I think you know that by now, but also, um, the bigger picture of this is a great sense of purpose for me. This is a great thing for me personally to hang my hat on and say, you know, hopefully that I'm making a a difference to you and I feel like I'm catching myself right now I think I can't tell you how many times I feel like I've used I or me and and I hope that it turns into a we um because I want us to get better I want us to feel good I take a, a lot of pride and joy when I can make somebody feel better and and it's funny I um on this last event I had, I worked with this great guy and, and, um, you know, he, he went to grab lunch and I was shortly thereafter, five minutes after him, I came in and he was leaving, eating a dessert and he said there was nothing there for him to eat. And, um, I sat down and I love the meal cause I'll eat anything. I'm like a garbage pail, but, um, it dawned on me like that I knew what he did like to eat. And I'm telling you, gang, I got giddy. It it was like all I could do to even finish my meal because I wanted to rush to McDonald's to get him what I knew he wanted. And I I tell you, you can call it whatever you want, but all I know is I'm grateful that, you know what, that sense of excitement that I got knowing that I was going to go get him a double cheeseburger and fries... um, was something that was just unbelievable. And, and I can sit here and pick it apart and analyze it and say why that benefited me. But at the end of the day, doing something for other people makes me feel great. And that's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to stick to that because I know I'll second and third and fourth arrow myself and find out and figure out a way why that's not a noble act. Or why that's just me being selfish. And that's just the bullshit that I go through every day in my mind. The circus that is my mind um, of, you know, being too hard on myself. And and I'm sure you all go through the same thing. You know, there's no unselfish deeds. um, But at the end of the day, um, it sure is great to to be able to feel good by helping someone else. So I gave him his double cheeseburger and fries. and, And you know what? I felt great about it. I really did, and it, it is funny though I have not been to mcdonald 's in um, in a long time let 's just put it that way and to tell you um, that I botched the order is an understatement first of all, you know I am going to try not to judge, but at the end of the day, the mcdonald 's that I was in um, in Denver. Um, it was a little bit scary. Um, there, you know, unfortunately there are some people that have, um, have really had a a hard shake and, um, and I'll pray for them and and wish them well. Um, and then on top of that, I, um, I, I didn't, I forgot how to order. I ordered a, um, a double cheeseburger meal and and fries and she said well it comes with fries and then I said oh oh, yeah that's right and and I didn't really want to drink I just wanted so at the end of the day (laughs) felt like a, um, a donkey because it was uh basically um all I wanted was a double cheeseburger and fries and I botched it but it was a good growing experience and I learned again um through through failure that hey I'm not gonna judge you know Um, the, uh, the folks in, in McDonald's in in my mind were having a hard shake at life, but at least they knew how to order and I didn't. (laughs) So there you go. Um, well, wrapping this up, um, I have, uh, (laughs) I really enjoyed this last 28 to 30 minutes. It's probably going to be, um, I hope you enjoy it too. I really hope I get inspired to continue to get these out there that it doesn't take me, um, Almost a month to get my next one out there and um, and at the end of the day, um, thank you for letting me share. please um, build my ego and, sh- and listen to this, share this, but also I you know as much as I want to say, build my ego because I want to be hard on myself, but also like you know it, it does make me feel better um, knowing that hopefully this is helping. So if you do want to share any thoughts or comments or concerns or your personal story, please let me know. Um, My email is kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R-B-16 at yahoo.com. I have... A Facebook page where you can find me it's Brady Kramer I have an attachment to that which is the you are not alone Facebook page um, where I'm trying to daily post an inspirational story or um, just picture I got a lot of I got my most views of any from the Apple story where basically um, you know a, uh, a a little girl has two apples and one's for her and one's for her mom and her mom chooses uh, or you know asks her um, which one she wants and and real quickly the girl takes a bite of both and the mom um, looks at her you know with disappointment and frustration that you know this little girl would be so selfish to bite both the apples and the little girl real quickly responds um, here take this one it's sweeter and. You know, it just, and the moral to the story is don't judge. And I'll leave you with that and tell you I love you. And whatever you're going through, whatever struggle that you are having today, know that I'm here for you. I'm with you. Together, there is nothing we can't accomplish. And I believe that with all my heart. Don't be afraid to share with someone else how you're feeling because you're not only going to help yourself, but you're probably going to really help them too because chances are they're struggling with the same thing. God bless you all. Bye-bye.